1: Good morning. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. A McDonald's worker has been critically wounded trying to defend co-workers from an irate customer in East Harlem. Underground overnight. Another subway hammer attack. Police are hunting for a suspect. I'm Sean Adams on West 14th Street. Brad Heller will tell us why baseball is extending the labor talks.
0: Today, the city unveils a mural on this 25th anniversary of Biggie's notorious murder.
1: And we'll recall Edward R. Murrow's epic takedown of a demagogue in our 88 seconds in sound.
0: Welcome to Wednesday, March 9th. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And
1: I'm Paul Murnane, Craig Allen, watching the wintry mix. Most of us are getting uh, a mix of rain and snow, and for some folks, it's just all rain today.
0: And a quick note about that line of wind that came through Monday night. Two mornings later, there are still no trains running on parts of NJ Transit. Wires are still too twisted up on the Gladstone branch for trains to get powered at all there. Closer to the city, the Morris-Nessex line has only limited pl- runs right now from South Orange into Hoboken and New York Penn.
1: An argument between a McDonald's customer and workers on the late shift ended this morning with an employee fighting for his life. It happened at 1 a.m. at the corner of McDonald's on 3rd and 1, uh, East of 117th in East Harlem, just blocks away from where a teenage cashier in fast food was fatally shot just two months ago. In the attack this morning, a 31 31- year old employee was stabbed trying to stop the fight. He was left critically wounded in the hospital. The suspect ran off, we're told, wearing a black and a green jacket.
0: In the subway, there was an attack last night involving an angry passenger who pulled out a hammer and whacked a rider in the head. Sean Adams is at the 14th Street Station on the 1, 2, and 3 line. Sean, good morning. What happened?
3: Well, the way police tell it, this was an unfortunate encounter that ended with a with hammer blows to the head. It was after 9 p.m. last night, the platform of the one train, 14th Street, 7th Avenue. Two men bumped into one another, words were exchanged, and that's when police say uh, the attacker started swinging. This morning, people hearing this, they're scared. Did you ever go down in the subway
1: at all anymore? Not anymore. No. No? Uh, Something is wrong in this.
4: It's sick. I'm telling you, you gotta see the pipe It's a mess.
3: It's a disaster. Yeah, so uh, chronic problems here plaguing New York City subways. Uh, The victim is in stable condition. He is Asian, although police say uh, this has not been labeled a hate crime. The suspect got away. He was wearing a red jacket, red shoes, and possibly a wig. Wayne, Paul?
1: Sean, how is subway crime since Mayor Adams began his new safety plan?
3: Well, it was just two weeks ago that the mayor initiated this uh, safety, uh, safety uh, campaign, and uh, so we don't have the latest crime stats out to know about the impact. It's just too early for that, but we can tell you for the year so far, subway crime is up 81%, and for the last week in February, Feb- uh, felony assaults, they nearly doubled. But at the same time, we can tell you uh, that uh, enforcement is picking up arrests up 64%.
0: Sean, thank you. Two men were hit by bullets on 9th Avenue in Chelsea last night around 10 p.m. at the corner of West 19th Street. Unclear what led up to it, but one man died and one was wounded.
1: There is no deal to start the baseball season, but there might still be reason to think that both sides might come together. Brad Heller is here. What's the story on the Labor Talks, Brad?
4: Well, Paul, 16 hours of negotiating until about 3 a.m. did not lead to a new deal, but it did lead to MLB extending the deadline before canceling more games. It has been extended. Until sometime today, the union wanting to talk things over before making a new counter proposal, the owners have increased their luxury tax threshold for annual player salaries, closing the gap even further with the players. But also, they've added what The Athletic is calling the Steve Cohen tax. That would be a third surcharge for teams like the Mets that could go way, way, way over the threshold. As we follow the updates from the reporters that are pulling the all-nighter with both sides, Here in Manhattan, it seems to be the owner's side, the MLB side that's waving the progress flag, the player's side that's trying to temper expectations. But as negotiations continue, stay tuned. We'll see if today is the day that MLB and the players can agree to a new labor deal.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't put money on that, but let's be hopeful. Thank you, Brad Heller. Well, we know the snow is coming and already falling in parts of the area. School districts in New Jersey will have the option to go remote and not use snow days under a bill in Trenton. Here's Steve Burns.
4: The goal isn't to make snow days a thing of the past. Students won't be losing to traditional snow day. Instead, the idea behind New Jersey State Senator Nicholas Sacco's bill is to help districts avoid the nightmare scenario, canceling spring break or moving graduation back to make up for several snow days. So this is a uh, situation that could be used in an emergency. Sacco's bill gives districts the option to pivot to remote learning, something many are now used to after the pandemic. The school system has to prove that they have the ability to go virtual. The state teachers union is raising some concerns, namely that it's not always easy for teachers to go remote at a moment's notice. Sacco says they're overreacting. Superintendents have a good relationship with their staff. You have to just trust the judgments of the person you hire to oversee the schools. Steve Burns, WCBS, News Radio 880.
0: To the Weather Center, Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. Okay, lay it out for us, Craig. Snow today, huh?
5: We have rain and snow falling across the area right now. It is a mixture of of both. Uh, From the city across Long Island as well as down the Jersey Shore, it is primarily snow west of 287, and it's a little more slippery as you get back towards Warren and Sussex County, northern or western sections of Passaic County on up into Orange. These are areas that are around 32 on down to about 27, so a range of 27 to 32 degrees. That's where it will be a little bit more slippery. Litchfield County is also under a uh, winter weather advisory with temperatures right now that are slightly below freezing. Otherwise, it's this wintry mix of snow, and or rain according to an inch or so on the colder grounds mainly uh across the higher terrain you could see two to four inches of snow in some of these higher ele- elevations 800 feet a thousand feet on up today's high 35 to 40 is about where it stays clearing tonight and then a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow and a high between 45 and 50 right now in the city Uh, mostly light rain, some wet snowflakes may be mixed in even in the city. 41 right now with an easterly breeze at 5.
1: And city officials are unveiling a mural of Biggie Smalls this morning on Fulton Street to highlight gun violence protection. Monica Ricks reports on the anniversary of Biggie's murder.
2: The notorious B.I.G. was shot and killed 25 years ago on March 9, 1997. Biggie Smalls, whose real name was Christopher Wallace, was hit four times in the chest by a drive-by shooter in L.A. No one was ever charged for his murder, but it's widely believed Biggie's death was a result of an East Coast-West Coast feud. Tupac was killed just six months earlier.
5: It was all- a
2: dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. This year, the Brooklyn rapper would have been 50. It also happens to be the 25th anniversary of his album Life After Death, which was released after his death.
5: And if you don't know, now you know.
2: Monica Ricks, CBS News.
0: Morning, it's the WCBS Morning News Roundup. I'm Wayne Cabot.
1: And I'm Paul Bernane with your three things to know.
0: Intense bombing and artillery fire continues south and east of Kiev. Time is running out for civilians to attempt to get out in so-called protected corridors. A Russian ceasefire expires at 2 p.m. New York time.
1: Number two, federal prosecutors here in New York have charged a woman with being an unregistered agent of the Russian government, spreading propaganda to American youth, working directly, it is alleged, with Vladimir Putin. Elena Branson ran the Russian Center New York, which allegedly received tens of thousands of dollars in funding from the Russian government, according to the feds. And a
0: third thing to know, gasoline prices rose another 8 cents a gallon since yesterday across the country to an average 4.25 a gallon.
1: And up next, our WC CBS News Radio, 88 seconds in sound for the 9th of March. Governor Murphy has just declared a state of emergency.
0: 2020.
1: Today I am signing an executive order allowing the
0: state to get and hand out federal money.
1: Right now, the overall risk to individuals from coronavirus
0: remains low. Now, I know the words state of emergency can be jarring. That emergency order lasted two years, ending just this past Monday. Do you know any communists? Strange question now, but it wasn't then. Good evening. 1954.
3: Tonight, See It Now devotes its entire half hour to a report on Senator Joseph R. McCarthy, told mainly. McCarthy was a fascist and uh, uh, of the worst type. Uh, there was nothing American about the man, except having been born in Wisconsin. But
0: the senator had everyone running scared with a briefcase he said was full of secret communists among us.
3: The raw, harsh, unpleasant fact is that communism is an issue. And will be an issue in show 1954.
0: CBS's Mike Wallace recalls having to sign a loyalty oath.
5: Why do you have to sign a loyalty oath to your own country? That doesn't sound American. But a lot of us did it because we wanted to keep our jobs.
0: And on this night in 1954, Ed Murrow made this case to a scared
3: nation. This is no time for men who oppose Senator McCarthy's methods to keep silent, or for those who approve. The actions of the junior senator from Wisconsin have caused alarm and dismay amongst our allies abroad and given considerable comfort to our enemies. And whose fault is that? Not really his. He didn't create this situation of fear. He merely exploited it, and rather successfully. Cassius was right. The fault, dear Brutus, is not in our stars, but in ourselves.
5: Good night and good luck. The Morrow-McCarthy broadcast ended Joe McCarthy.
0: This is March 9th.
1: And it's our WCBS Morning News roundup for a Wednesday.